Hey guys, and welcome back to the Peach Hour with Paris and Bella. Now, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about ways to calm yourself because life can be so stressful. It can be we, yeah, we can just have those days where we just really work ourselves yes. up. Yeah. So we want to talk about you know ways to calm yourself, ground yourself, and get level minded as well. Do you reckon before we get into our topics, um, we should have a little recap about our week? How I love it. Going? Yes, spill the little tea. How have we been going, tea. Bella? <laughs> uh, my week has been good. I've honestly just been super busy, mm-hmm. just like shift work life, um, training. Actually, no, that's that's a lie. I took last week off training. It's <laughs> a lie, exposed. Literally, um, I took a, yeah last week off training. Tim just wants me to rest. Um, had my period, so um, my energy levels were quite low anyway. Um, but I just went back up to maintenance and just, yeah, had a rest from training. How is that for you? Because I know you struggle <laughs> with that. So how were you mentally coping with that? Did you feel guilty for not training or were you like, you know what? My body needs this. This is going to give me a world of good. I reckon the very first rest Tim like gave me, I struggled. I struggled yeah. so much because I'm like, nah, I'm going backwards. I'm actually regressing. Yes. Um, this isn't good. And then I, you know, day by day, slowly learned to actually just rest, really just rest, not just like be productive and shit, like actually just stop and relax. Um, and I noticed so much like fluid even going from my body and just how I felt mentally. I was a lot clearer. Um, so that week, I definitely learned that rest is good. And now every time I have a week of rest, I really do soak it up and make the most of it. So um, That is so good because I know personally, I struggle so much with resting. Because yes. I feel, yeah, I feel guilty. I feel like I'm going backwards. You know, in my mind, which is so stupid, and I'm a personal trainer, and I do understand <laughs> this sounds ridiculous, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to lose all my muscle. Like, that like, girl, you're not. I Googled that. That's I literally thought the same when I yeah. Googled, and I said, how long does it take for you to lose muscle? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and what did I say? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what I said, but definitely didn't say, like, yeah, you two would days. lose muscle. Yeah. It's more so just, like, letting your body recover. Yeah. You know, spending that week resting and just eating nutritious food mm-hmm. so you do recover. And I remember, though, I did go back to the gym the next week and I trained legs and I was so sore. <laughs> but I bet you feel so much better, though. Like oh, yeah. Mentally, yeah. Like physically, you're ready to go. You've got your foot on the pedal. Let's go. But you have to think, though, like if your coach says to you to yes. rest, there is a reason. Yeah. It's not going to be like, oh, just rest because you know, let's have a change. You're resting for a reason. Exactly. So and you need to trust that coach and do what they say. Exactly. Because yeah. if you're going behind their back and you're not doing that, oh. maybe what they're saying is really beneficial to you. And a really good point that Tim said to me, right? So I was doing my mini cut and he knew we we're coming up and we're due for a rest soon. Mm. But my body actually told me I was due for a rest first. And it kind of went on time because I got influenza A the week I was supposed to and I was due for a rest. So if you don't take that rest, your body actually tells you in signs of, you know, whether you come down with a sickness or you have head fog or you're fatigued. So your body will tell you before maybe your coach does. So it's important to listen to your body. Yeah, for sure. 
But what about you? <laughs> oh, honest. I'm honestly going to be so honest with you guys. I haven't been in the best place mentally. Mm. I think I've just been, I'm someone who stresses out quite a lot and I overthink everything. And then when I stress out, I work myself up yeah. and then I can't calm myself down, which is very fitting for this episode because we're going to talk about ways to calm yourself down. Yes. And yeah, I've just, I just feel like I haven't really been myself mm. And I think it's just the fact that I really struggle giving myself the appreciation. The appreciation, yeah. yeah. Like I was driving and I was like, you know what, it's so sad. Like I can't even I can't even remember the last time I've been proud of myself. And you're the biggest hype girl. Like you hype yeah. everyone up, you yeah. give so much love mm-hmm. and even just like, you know, yeah, hyping everyone up and but you I'm need not to do that. myself up to yeah. yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. even I was talking to mum and obviously we're in August, so we're nearly at the end of the year. That's and she was fucked. like, Oh my gosh, you should be so proud of like what you've achieved this year. And I'm like, What have I achieved? I'm like, like nothing. And she's mm. like, What? She's like, Paris, you've achieved so much. Yeah. She's like, You should be proud of you. Like, are you proud of yourself? I said, No, like I should be mm. further along or I should be doing more or I should be, I should be instead of like just being in the moment and present. So, yeah, and I feel like it's just been just a bit draining. So I just... I think, I don't know, even just stopping. I don't know, we say it all the time and it's hard because we always want better and we always, yeah. like you said, what's next? What's next? What's next? But even for me, like I'm a very visual learner. So writing down what you have achieved this year and actually looking at it. That was exactly what mum said. She's like, write down what you've achieved. And then I looked at it. I was like, oh yeah, cool. So the list like, is quite large. Like, you know, business is expanding, yes. you know, like, so yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I have achieved. Yeah. I've achieved a bit. You've like, achieved a lot. <laughs> so yeah, it's just being, yeah, taking that moment and just being proud of how far you've come. And exactly. I saw, oh, what was this quote? I saw it was like, instead of being like, yeah, what's next? What's next? See how far you've come from where you started. Yes. And I was like, okay, I have actually, I haven't, I've grown so much even as a person. So yeah, yeah. yeah, for anyone who is, you know, kind of struggling where I am and can relate to this, I feel like just take that moment, be proud of yourself, look back how far you've come from where mm. you've started. And yeah, that really helped me as well. But yeah, I'm not going to lie, I haven't been the greatest, but it's good to acknowledge it. And from that podcast we did with Jamie, Honestly, you don't know what someone's going through because I'm a very happy, bubbly, smiley person. But you don't know what someone's going on on the inside. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a bit of a a roller coaster in emotions, but it's all good. We're getting back on that hype train. You know what, though? Like, from this situation, you've actually acknowledged it and now you can learn, right? So, you can learn to actually appreciate everything you've achieved and. You've achieved so much. And you've even since I've met you, you physically have changed so much. Yeah. So I feel like, just... yeah, physically, mentally, all that kind of stuff. And yes. I think, yeah, I just need to keep working on self-love yeah. for myself, which I've always I've always struggled with. But it's going to be a journey. Yeah. And it's always going to be a journey. You're always going to be learning. But just, mm. yeah. Well, then. <laughs> Should we? Should we get started? Because, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, in today's episode, yeah, we're going to be talking about ways to calm yourself. So, let's start off with, yeah, the most generic one. Yes. Yeah. Get up and take a walk. <laughs> Honestly, I think this is so underrated. Like, yeah. even when I have no energy, I'm sitting in bed 
and I just feel tired. Like you feel tired, you have no energy, but actually getting up, moving your body and going for a walk re-energizes yeah, you. Yeah, like yes. being in the fresh air, even like yes. changing your different scents. Like yes. smelling this, you yeah. know, taking it all in. Like yeah. it clears your mind as well. Exactly. So walking actually helps to clear your mind. A fun fact I learned when I was studying um, nursing is that it releases the protein B, D, and F. And this is essentially the protein for um, brain development, survival, Mm -hmm. and cognitive function, which is so interesting. Walking actually sends increased blood flow to the brain. It's linked to better cognitive function and protection against a decline and improved memory, which is crazy. So, like, the Mm -hmm. hippocampus in your brain is actually... So, what's that? Is that the front lobe of your brain? Yeah, so it's the front, like, section of your brain. Well, I actually um, read a study that walking even 20 minutes a day could cut your risk of developing depression by a third. Do you know why? Yeah, why? (laughs) Because I don't, actually. (laughs) So, tell me, Dr. Bella. Dr. Bella, I wish. You're going to Paris. No, it's because it releases happy endorphins. It releases endorphins. Yeah, Yeah. of course. So, even like working out, that releases endorphins. That's why everyone feels really good afterwards as well. Yes, exactly. So, get up, go walk, you know, get Get your fresh air. It's simple, right? And It's hard because when you are in a rut or you're sitting in bed and you're like, oh, i got no energy, just or go even, for a walk. Yeah, because you're freaking out. You're putting yourself into a state yes. and everything seems too much. Yeah. Even going for a walk for 10 minutes a day. Yes. Just get some fresh air. Even like before work, I even sometimes go for a walk. Like yeah. I'm like, wow, I've got such a busy day and I can stress myself out. But yeah. I'm like, no. All right, what do I have to do? It's funny because you think, right, you're spending energy by going for a walk, but it actually reduces mental and physical fatigue. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And it's simple, but no one really understands, I guess, the scientific reason behind Mm -hmm. going for a walk. Because if you say, you know, go for a walk, they're like, oh, what's a walk going to do? Yeah, literally. It's going to do nothing. But it is so simple yet effective. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Should we move on to our second dot point? Yeah, let's do it. So we've got indulge. <laughs> so take, I feel like this is a great one. Yes. Especially, you know, when you are freaking yourself out or you're really stressed, taking the day off and spend the day doing things that you love and fulfills you. I think this is so important that when you're so busy and you're caught up in everything, just spend a day literally doing what you love right so ask yourself you know what makes me happy or what fulfills me what makes me grounded what activities can I implement to make me feel grounded even you know because I was saying like few weeks I'm getting really stressed out in that and you know how we spent that day together on Sunday yes oh that was perfect for me you know we got our nails done bit of girl talk like that is exactly what fulfills me sitting in the car screaming out like all the lyrics with your bestie like nothing better than that so yeah really taking that moment of doing things that you love even on like a Sunday I like taking the day off even though I haven't done this in a while but even going to the markets right walking around looking at different stalls or just like going for yeah road trips or just spending the day just doing what you love yeah I feel like yeah it's a really good one to do um, but it can be hard, you know. Obviously, you've got work and, you know, life can be hectic and mental. Yes. But 
take that time out of your day, like yeah. even like 10 minutes, you know, buy yourself some flowers. Oh my God. I've like been I buying myself that. some flowers. <laughs> like I've been romanticizing my life. Does that make I sense? Dating yourself. Dating myself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Obviously, your girl needs to work on some self-love here. So, yeah, I've been buying some, like, sunflowers because that's my favorite flower. And you guys out there, yeah, sunflowers are my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, (laughs) babe. And, yeah, like, doing a bubble bath, like, just Just spending, right, your energy on yourself. Yeah. Right? Because even you said you're the biggest hype girl. You give your energy a lot to other people. But really invest that into yourself. Mm. You are your best friend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a really good point to bring us um, onto our next topic mm-hmm. of being grounded and being still. Yes. Because you is... can be so on the go 24-7. Yeah. You need to learn to be still. Exactly. So by implementing grounding techniques. What are grounding techniques? So they're actually coping techniques and strategies to help you reconnect with your present. Okay. Or help you separate from, you know, distress or the current emotional state that you may be in so so is it like just taking that moment out of your day to be still have yeah. some mindfulness even go somewhere sit in a coffee shop or a busy street and just people watch actually oh. yeah well yeah. there's different techniques you can implement but just kind of just being still right so even yeah. in the chaos of the public and everything mm-hmm. just sit there and people watch like just stare at them well <laughs> I just realized what that sounds like, but I don't know. Like me and Nan, like my Nan would sit in the city, go get a coffee, but we'll just sit there and just watch the world go by. Okay. And people are crazy. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like people are stressed. They're running around and you're just sitting there and you're just kind of like watching the world. Yeah. I don't know. I just, like I said, being still in a world of Mm -hmm. chaos is just, it's actually really nice and it's it's calming in a way. I've been trying to do um, like meditation. Because yes. I cannot switch my brain off. Like, I'm 24-7. It's just going like a mad woman. Like a clicking, ticking, ticking clock. Ticking time bomb. <laughs> ticking time bomb. <laughs> like, even at night time. So, I've been actually putting some meditation music yeah. on. Because, you know, your girl just stresses so much. Mm. And I've been like, okay, like, let me calm myself. Yeah. So, I'm like, I love um, hearing the waves. I love yes, the ocean. Yes, I've been putting some yeah. like, ocean sounds on. Yeah. And just trying to get... Take that moment. I think a really good analogy I read recently, right? So your mind is like a mailbox. So mm-hmm. if you're always on the go, always on the go, go yeah. there's mail coming in and out, right? Yeah. And if you don't sit there and go through your email, it's going to build up and yeah. so much junk will be there. I like that. So the first time you're going to meditate, you're going to sit there and you're actually going to think it's shit because there's yeah. all this emotion overcoming you. You're going to sit there and think, no, nah, there's way too much to sort out in my mm. head. But by doing it each day, you're slowly filtering your mail and you're slowly going to become and have no mail left and you're actually going to feel peace and you're going to feel grounded. So it's a really good... I like that yeah. one. Oh, my god! So think yeah. of your mind as, yeah, literally... Like a mailbox. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. You need to sit there and go through your emails, yeah. right? You don't want that number in the corner of the screen that says 500 mails I've read. You want it to be zero. Yeah. So you need to sit there and you do the work and you need to filter yes. through your emotions. Yeah, I love that. Do the work. Yeah. Because you need to. Yeah. So that's a good one. It's important to know like what happens when you're not grounded. 
So if a situation is going to arise and you're in Mm -hmm. an emotional state and you're feeling heightened and you're not going to respond the way you want to in that situation Mm -hmm. because you haven't sat there and you haven't done the work, right? So you need to think of someone who's rooted and grounded like a tree, essentially. (laughs) Another analogy. Yeah, like another. (laughs) She's got (laughs) me. It's because I'm a visual person. Yeah, I am too. So these analogies work so well for me because I can actually picture that. I'm like, Oh, yes. I get what you mean. Yes. So another good analogy. Sorry, this is probably, I don't know if this is up your alley or um, like if you're a tree. Visualize yourself as a tree, guys. Visualize yourself as a tree, Mm -hmm. right? You want to be that tree that's so grounded and rooted and you know what you want. You don't want to be the leaf that's in the wind, unstable, um, not knowing of your emotion, emotions or how mm-hmm. to respond in certain situations, you want to know who you are as a person. You want to know your boundaries. You want to know all your self-beliefs. And you want to be that core person that is grounded, right? Yeah. So that's why it's important to be grounded and implement, you know, techniques and mindfulness to be that strong rooted tree. And a technique that I've actually been starting to use is breath work. So breathing, Mm. because actually kind of a fun fact about me, (laughs) not really a fun fact, but when I was like a little fetus up to a teenager, (laughs) up to a teenager, I used to work myself up so much. I used to hold my breath and faint. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) So I could, I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like I was so all up, oh, I don't even know how to explain it. Like someone was taking my breath away from me. Was that caused from something? Was it just a feeling? It happened even maybe when my grandpa died. Okay. So when my grandpa passed away um, a couple of months ago. Yeah. And then I thought I was losing my license. Mm. And then um, my mum got really sick too. I remember I was at the gym and I legit felt like I couldn't breathe anymore. Yeah. Like I felt like Everything was just too much mm. and I could – I just felt like I was going to pass out. I don't even yeah. know how to explain it, but it's like something – taking your breath. Yeah, yeah, like it's something like my oxygen was just leaving my body. But, yeah, it's really – I don't know. It's hard to explain. But, yeah, when I was a child and even now sometimes, like, yeah, I feel like so things do you, get too much. Do you implement any techniques? Or yeah, so I've been any? trying to do breath work. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I've been doing, which I kind of want us to all to do. That's a really, yeah, all right. Yeah. Let's do it together. Let's do it all together, guys. Yeah. So my peachy queens, my peachy kings, you <laughs> might be on the way to work listening to this. You might be a bit stressed out, might finish work. You might have had a terrible gym session, anything like that. Yeah. So we're actually going to do some box breathing techniques. Mm. And I've actually, I've done this quite a lot. Yeah. So what it is, all right, so we're going to breathe for four seconds. One, two, three, four. Now we're going to hold for four seconds. One, two, three, four. And now we're going to breathe out and breathe out all the frustration, anxiety, stress, anything, and let it leave the body. So we're going to breathe out for four seconds. One, two, three, Now, an important thing with this is we want to make sure that we're breathing through our diaphragm. So we're not breathing up through our chest because that's when we start feeling too much. So we want to take deep breaths through your belly. Beautiful. And breathe out. I love that. Yeah. That is really good. How do we all feel? 
Feel good? Great. Yeah, great. (laughs) It's amazing how just even doing that for 30 seconds can reset you. It seriously can. Yes. It can just add some more clarity. Yeah. Like, why are you so stressed out? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's what I normally do, Bella. So I add a lot of breathing. Even with, like, working out and everything, I add a lot of breath work with a lot of things that I do. So I want to hear what do you do? Because um, I feel like you're a very level-headed girl. You reckon? Yeah. No, seriously. you got, like, such a calming energy about you. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I think as, um, like I've said, maybe I haven't on this podcast, but I I have struggled mentally. Um, so I have read a lot and I've studied a lot of ways how to calm myself mm-hmm. so I can be in control of myself and how yes. I react to situations, which I believe is very important. Um, but one thing I do like to do is literally just take a moment and just sit there in maybe your room or where you are mm-hmm. in the car um, and just picture yourself just being an energy, right? So this energy is going through your body and your breath is literally a wave of energy. So okay. I picture it like a ball. So it starts at your feet, you breathe in, and that ball of energy is going up and through your body. So once you focus on it and you, you know, focus on your breath, it will grow and it will be more intense. The feeling and energy will grow. And you, once you allow the feeling, it will actually reach its highest point. So you just keep focusing on your breath, focusing on that ball of energy, and then suddenly it will disappear. So it will diminish right? So when this emotion has run its course, you are now grounded and you'll feel the peace and balance. So that ball of energy, I kind of pictured that emotion you do feel in the moment. So if you feel angry about something, picture that angry to be the energy and breathe and let it run through your body and you will literally feel it grow and be more intense. So it's like harnessing. Yes. So it's like harnessing that energy. Yeah. So instead of having all this negative energy around mm. you, you're actually harnessing it to good? Well, Is it's it essentially kind of just harnessing it into that ball of ball energy, of energy. Yeah. and letting it run through your body, right? Okay. So you're addressing it, which is important. Yeah. So for something, for an energy to go, you actually need to address it mm-hmm. or else that's when you kind of hold on to negative energy yes. and you then maybe hold grudges or that can actually turn into toxic situations because you're bringing that energy into other situations. It bleeds into relationships or friendships. So you just want to take that moment, take all that frustration, that anger, that stress, anything, let all that energy run through the body, acknowledge all that emotion. Yes. And then slowly it will become smaller and smaller. Yeah, well, it will reach its highest point because you'll focus on that breath and you're actually addressing it in your mind during that time. And it will literally diminish. And once it disappears, you then feel grounded and you feel more peaceful because, like I said, it's so important that if you feel a certain way, you need to address that emotion or it's become baggage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, You can't just sweep it under the carpet. No. And that's when you start feeling really stressed in that. Yeah, because um, you're bearing all that emotion on top of emotion and yeah. you actually then need to peel back the layers because you haven't addressed anything. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just keep sweeping it under the yeah. carpet, sweeping it under the carpet. You need to, yeah, like you said, you need to address it, acknowledge it, yes. feel it, and then let it go. And filter through that mailbox, like we said. Yeah. 
when where did you learn i've never heard anything like that like the energy where did you did you read it I did just, you yeah literally research breathing techniques, techniques yeah. um i can't think of the top of my head like books but so much just mindful work because mm. you're educating yourself and to become a better person so it's a bit of like self-development 100 percent. yeah yeah which we've been talking about quite a lot and i think the reason why i did do this thing at uni too and I'm not sure if other nurses implement it, but the job of nursing is emotionally and physically draining. It's so hard to not take that home. So you need to actually teach yourself how to not take it home. Um, Yeah. Or else it does bleed into relationships. You don't want to be that person who drains other people. So you need to actually, I don't know, you just, you need peace. No, I know what you You mean. mean. Even with like support working, Obviously, you're working with people who are really struggling yeah. mentally. They're yeah. really struggling. They've got depression. They've got anxiety. Yeah, and you want to help them. And you're trying to help them, so you're giving them all your energy, all your energy yeah. for those five to six hours, and it can be a lot because you are giving everything, everything. Yeah. And but you need to give yourself everything. Yeah, you need to, like, pull back into your own cup and Exactly. That. Yeah, I actually, I really like that. I reckon I'm going to visualize myself. So this leads us on to the next point, which is quite a confronting point, and it's sitting with the emotion. Addressing it. Yeah, so everyone, they carry emotion from experiences, and if they really aren't dealt with... They won't go away. They will not go away. No. So I think when this is happening... Ask yourself why yes. because you need to release that emotion. So be real with grow. yourself. Yeah. Be real with yourself. Sit with yourself and ask yourself why. Yes. This is so important because you're essentially cutting that dead weight. Mm. So you need to ask yourself in that situation, can you control it? Yes. Can you change it? Mm. And why do you feel this way? So this basically stems from your core values as a person. Yeah. I love that. And that also brings into like journaling. You can put that in your journal. Yeah. Yeah. You can ask yourself that and sit with your emotions as we've been discussing. I was going to say to ask yourself that, does it sit with your core values? If you don't know your core values, you need to sit there and actually figure what is your core values and set yourself boundaries in life. Yeah. Because if you don't know, then all this emotional baggage is going on purely because you don't know the line of who you are as a person. I love that. Yes, queen. Seriously. No, I get this, so real about no, this No, but stuff. this is so true. Yeah. And I feel like it's not discussed enough or it's kind of, you know, danced around the subject. Mm. Like, it's basically that. You need to know your core values, who you are as a person. It is so important. Yeah. And even going into a relationship. Biggest thing with relationships, 100%. you can go into a relationship and it could be going so well and then you see that there is baggage into that relationship mm-hmm. and that affects the relationship. Yes. Yep. So figure out your core values and who you are as a person and then if anything does arise and you feel emotional about something, just stop and then ask yourself, is this crossing my boundaries I have set for myself or does this, you know, go against my core values? Does so- it align with me? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And one thing that I find so interesting, and this is why it's so important to listen to your bodies. So if you feel emotional about something, this will actually present in your body as an emotional force. So for example, it can be in the pelvic floor or the jaw mm-hmm. or even your diaphragm. 
So this is really interesting one to me because um, during my full-time dance, we did yoga. And the reason why we did it was because obviously doing full-time dancing, and especially in Melbourne, it can be a lot emotionally, physically, and a lot of us had a lot of emotional, I guess, baggage, yeah. right? And we were actually holding stretches. We were holding like splits. We were holding all these different stretches. And next minute... I start seeing some people start crying. That's incredible. And I was like, what's going on? And then I start <laughs> crying. And apparently you can hold so much emotional stress yes. in certain body parts. Yeah. Because what it does, like trapped emotional vibrations cause surrounding tissues to vibrate on the same level. Yeah. So when I was actually stretching my, I guess it was my pelvic floor. Yes. Yeah, it was my yep. pelvic floor. I started crying and I'm like, yeah. why am I crying? Like, girl, get it together. And she said to me, she came up to me and she said, you are actually holding all your emotion in your pelvic floor. Yes. And I was like, what? And once I released it, it was insane. I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. That is the point of these exercises mm. because your unconscious state stores emotion and that relates relates to your chakras. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the pelvic floor is actually – related to emotional and energetic health and it yeah. yeah presents as hip pain or lower back pain or even knee pain so by you doing that stretch it actually addresses that you know that chakra of your pelvic and you're holding emotional baggage there without realizing it was yeah it was really eye-opening yeah it was just it was a real incredible class. I really learned a lot about myself and my body and listening to my body as well. See, I didn't realize, um, this is another example, is that I was grinding my teeth. Um, yes. And I didn't realize this was subconscious behavior that the nervous system or my nervous system was in survival mode because I was stressed. Yeah. Right? So every night I grind my teeth, grind my teeth, and that's only in periods of me being stressed. Mm -hmm. But that's just a way of my body telling me I'm stressed. Mm -hmm. So you need to listen to your body. Um, so, yeah, it's really interesting, and that's why it's so important to do breath work because mm. your diaphragm especially, you hold so much stress from emotional tension and grief That's there. Um, That's really interesting because my neck – it is always so <laughs> sore, yeah. like next level sore. And yeah. I went and saw someone about it and she said, you know what, you're actually breathing. I don't know if this makes sense, but you're breathing from your neck and shoulders. So my breath is always so high and it's actually not going through my diaphragm. Exactly. That's why you need to breathe deep and yes. all your emotional stress is from your lower diaphragm, yeah. from your lower belly, essentially. But yeah, that's it's so interesting. It's just oh, it, yeah. Yeah, it's just amazing. Like even like the human body is amazing, it and is it tells incredible. us so many different things, and sometimes we ignore it. But it's telling us, you know, your stress, your body stress. Like listen, yes, you need to listen to pain of your body, and just sit there and address it, or actually take the time to be still, do nothing, and. Focus on areas of your body and do you feel stressed in a certain area? Mm -hmm. And if so, that's your body maybe telling you something is going on, you know? So another big thing is listening to what aligns with you. Yes. So what are your priorities? What are you prioritizing? Oh. <laughs> prioritizing. Prioritizing. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Bella, um, what is it? Prioritize. I don't know how to say it. Prioritize. Prioritize. Think, is that how you say it? 
Yeah. Well, anyway, what is your priorities? So does it align with your goals? Does it align with what is important to you right now? And that's a big thing because like we said, we're yes girls. Mm. So we say yes to everything and every opportunity. But sometimes that can be too too much and can be very overwhelming. Yes. And it's actually not aligning to us. Exactly. It's not aligned to your goals. It's not aligning to you. But that's why, like again, I'm a visual person. Yep. So the way I picture this, I literally have to picture something. I, yep. just, I just have to. So it's actually called a priority level. So anything that you have been asked to do or, you know, any options or something like that, think of it as a wave. So a wave of priorities, first one being critical, um, is it a high priority, is it a low priority, or is it unknown? So if you've been asked to do something mm-hmm. or a situation arises, you need to, your time is energy. Your time uh, is very valuable. Exactly. Very valuable. So think of it, you know, is this situation that I might put myself mm-hmm. in, is it critical? Is it high, high priority? Mm-hmm. Is it a low priority? You need to filter out and say yes or no to things that aren't going to benefit you. And sometimes, like we said, saying no is hard, but you need to honestly do what's best for you and pour yourself. Yeah, so does it align with your core values? Yes, exactly. So, for example, I'm going to use this as an example. <laughs> so, obviously, comp prepping, mm-hmm. that is full on. And we've got our non-negotiable goals. Yeah. And I really discovered this when I was comp prepping because I was saying yes to too many things and it actually wasn't aligning to my core values. So, for example, I had to get my cardio done, my posing done. Ticking the boxes. Yeah, ticking the boxes, yeah. ticking the boxes. Yeah. But, for example, I was saying yes to going to dinners with girlfriends or going to see, like, family in whoop whoop land, okay? <laughs> so it was really difficult because I had so many things I had to tick off. So instead of saying yes, yes, and committing myself, I started saying no to the extra obligations. So if I was, I wanted to see my family, instead I might do a phone call. Yeah, I could easily do a quick phone call. And I wasn't putting so much pressure on myself with all these extra obligations when I had to get done posing, cardio, steps, um, training. Like it just goes on and on. So it's, yeah, it's like what you said, like what is mostly important to what is not really that important it's filtering out and grouping yeah. i guess that wave yeah it's almost thinking like your energy is money right mm. and you're on a budget every single day mm. you have a hundred dollars to spend and yeah. your non-negotiables cost money yeah so that's going to add up right and by the time you hit a hundred dollars you're going to have no no energy left. Mm. So you need to prioritize and really, really spend your energy into what matters. matters. Exactly. Yes, what matters to you. Yes. Mm. And I feel like it's a very, it's a hard thing to do to say yeah. no because you kind of feel some pressure. Like yeah. you've got to say yes, but no, say no to the things that aren't really that important to you. And over time, like you're going to feel less stress and you'll yeah. feel calm because you know what your core values mm-hmm. are and you're not going to feel bad for saying no because it's just 
like people also understand you in the end too, and they're exactly. not going to ask things of like, oh, Bella, let's go have a four day bender because I'm <laughs> never going to say yes to that. Yeah, yes, so I they're going to learn who you are. Yeah, and your friends will support you. So yeah, who really understand you, they yeah. will support you. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's a yeah, that's a really good one. And that <laughs> oh, that just takes time. But yeah, once yeah. you really know what's important to you, what's a high priority to you, mm-hmm. it's easier to say no to yeah. those things. I think just really really educate yourself and spend the time reading um and just learning. Like if you want to do better for yourself, just take the time and read. Just educate yourself. Honestly, yeah. it goes so far and you grow as a person. Like there's so, so many important. resources out there now as well. Yeah. So there's kind of no excuse not to be doing self-development. Exactly. And it's a bit like what Jamie um, Skippin says. People say they want to be the best version of themselves, but you want to be the best version of every aspect of yourself. Exactly. So, yeah, making sure you're taking that time to work on those parts of yourself. And life will be so easy if you are calm. Mm. Being level-headed is honestly the biggest advantage you will ever have. Mm. Right, because like a any, superpower. Exactly, not everyone can do it. Because any situation you're going to be put in, you can take the time, mm. you can stop, and all those, you know, daily implementations you've done by mindfulness, daily journaling, mm-hmm. you can then address and react to that situation in a very calm manner. Yeah. So, and I think the best thing that I've actually learned this year, and I've really started to learn it. Stop stressing over things that you cannot control. Yes. If you can't control it, don't stress about it. Exactly. Think, um, focus on things that you can control. Yeah. Which is, yeah, like resting as well. Yeah. I think rest is so important and it's a hard thing to do, you know, sit down, rest, regroup, recharge, rebuild, rebuild. <laughs> and it's hard and I'm so, so guilty of this. And when mm. I think I am resting, like we did for my little recap at the start of the episode, I think I'm regressing. I think I'm going backwards. But you're not. But you're not. Not You're resetting to be a stronger person of yourself. Because you don't need to be going 24-7 every single day. I'm so guilty of this. Because sometimes it's not actually the best thing to do. Mm -mm. Your CNS is going to overdrive. You're overstimulated. So just rest. It's so important. So, like, a perfect example of this is almost look at animals, right? So, some animals go into hibernation at particular times of the year. That's yes. because they need to rest and regroup. That's mm. how they're programmed. Yeah. Right? But as humans, we don't do that. 24-7, we are go, go, go. But we need to take time during our day. If we don't, in particular seasons of the year, we need to implement that into our day to rest and regroup. Yeah, like, you're resetting to grow and be better. Exactly. Yeah, but it's easier said than done. It seriously is because whenever I rest, I feel like I'm plateauing. And it can be a really hard thing to do. But once you start implementing it, you'll never go back. You're like, I need this. If you look at graphs, right, and even losing weight, as an example, you're going to lose weight, lose weight, but then your body gets stressed, so you go back to maintenance, right? And you plateau, you plateau. Mm. But then your body resets, and then you go back into a deficit, and then you go down again, and you continue to progress. It's almost just taking a pause of that momentum, almost. Yeah, because you can't always be going overdrive 
every single second of the day mm-hmm. or you will burn out. So think about your body as a Ferrari, right? You're a car. You're a hot oh. bitch. <laughs> you're a hot car. You're driving, you're driving, but you need to change your tires or you will burn out. You'll get a hole in your tire. So let's recap a little bit. Let's go back, right? Let's recap on the important points. Let's go. Okay. So go outside and go for a walk. Yes. Indulge a little bit. Do things that fill your cup, that you feel good. Sit with yourself and Mm. ask yourself, what are your core values? Who you are as a person and what are your boundaries? And then from this, we then can do implementation of breath work, manifestation, And the situations that do arise, you can address these better. Yeah, so the breathing technique that we just did before, that box breathing technique, you you can do that in the car, you can do that anywhere, anywhere, legit anywhere. There is no excuse. Decide what is important to you. So have that priority level with your goals, who you are as a person, and then take the time and rest, recover. Yeah, and sit with the emotions. Yes. And you should be good, peachy queens. To calm yourself down on this roller coaster of a life. It will always be a journey. Yeah, it always, is a always. freaking journey. Life is a journey. One minute you are happy, you are high as, high as a kite. Next minute you're as low as, as dirt. But no, honestly, guys, these really helped us. And like like we said, we are not perfect. We are not perfect. No, we try but... to implement these in our lives. All right, let's wrap this up. Yeah, I really hope you guys got something out of it. So when you are feeling really stressed, anxious, you know how to calm yourself down. Exactly. Implement this into your day. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to other people yeah. who are kind to you. Yes. Fill your own cup with things that you love. I love how we're just finishing <laughs> Finishing each other's sentences. Sentences. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, guys. Well, we know. You know the drill. You know the drill. You've been here long enough. Let's go. Let's go. Stay peachy.